Hello, 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 and welcome once again to Joy City, a weekly blog and podcast hosted by yours truly, Stuart Welch, lead pastor here at Life Connection Church in Modesto, California, joined by my tremendous co-host, you know him, you've heard him, Brother JC, and we want to invite you in to join with an amazing community of friends that are quickly becoming an intimate part of our daily life. Yes, I'm your host, JC's your co-host, and we're excited to hear your stories and just deliver great content that can help you change your life and we believe truly transform as we celebrate the greatness of God and his presence in the everyday moments of our life. Now, knowing that creator, the grand weaver of our life, that he's present with us and then leaning into that presence, beloved, it can be revolutionary for you. So let's enter in. Let's Let's enter in to Joy City. Now, look, Joy City isn't a geographical location. It's a place where you can find your joy and happiness in the kingdom of God, where we follow hard after God and fulfilling the call of God in our lives. It's a place that welcomes all of us with open arms. In Joy City, faith is all important. Our trust and confidence in the ways, will, and word of God. For let me hip you to this. Jesus never uttered an opinion. No, he never had to guess. Not at all. Jesus's words are the essence of truth. And when we adhere and follow them intently, we become stronger, healthier, holier, and joyful. Understanding that Christ overcame the world. And for you and every other resident of Joy City, this brings great rejoicing. Brother JC, God bless you, man. Welcome uh, to the show. We got a tremendous interview uh, today with uh, Dr. Bishop uh, Ron Archer. Uh, JC, you've heard this testimony before from a trick baby to a national leader. Uh, what yeah, were your yeah. thoughts when you first heard this before we play it? Powerful. Every man should listen to these next seven minutes or so. Very powerful, very transformative, and above all, very transparent. Yeah, amen. And and shoot, man, I would even take it a step farther. It's not just every man, it's every person because uh everyone, uh, you know, we just live in a broken world. We we're we're dealing, you know, with a war going on in Ukraine and you know, in, in our denomination as free Methodists, uh brothers and sisters, we got churches in Myanmar that have just been destroyed. They've been demolished. They've been, uh, you know, tortured and killed over there. We got civil wars going on in countries all around this planet. So, you know, people even here on the streets of the United States of America suffering loss, tremendous grief and 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 just so many catastrophic things are hitting their lives. Yet, but God. Yes, yes. Yet yes. God. And I think sometimes, brother, that, you know, when, when I'm introducing the show to people and I'm saying, hey, download the podcast, it's called Joy City. Folks are wondering, how how is it we can rejoice in the midst of funerals and bankruptcies and COVID deaths and wars going on? How is it that we can rejoice in that, brother? What, you know, before I play the interview, what what would you say? One of the things that I believe is is very true, and that uh, especially for those of us who are are Christians and believe in um, the the faith of Christianity and the Lord Jesus Christ, we know that He's overcome those tribulations, uh, knowing that we would have to face them. 
uh, and he is, uh, I talked about this last week, he is our comfort mm. in the time of sorrow. Uh, you, you, you know, he, he is that strong tower that we can run to and know that we can be safe. Um, there's no other there's no other way for us to be able to navigate life circumstances alone. We have to have the creator along the journey with us. Uh, it's good to have your boy. I, I, I love having you, you know, having you go through some of the storms and trials that I've been through, but nothing beats mm. knowing that you have Christ at your side and, 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 and that he is going to allow you and lead you into trial. Amen. Amen. And, you know, the Bible is clear. He's been touched in every point, just yeah. as we are. Uh, I think sometimes we may lose focus that just because he was 100 percent God, uh, he was also 100 percent man and he had humanity and he walked this earth and he went through the struggle that you're going through right now. So if you're listening, if, if you've downloaded this and, you know, you find yourself, you know, like one sister told me, I've been spending time in Sorrow Villa, uh, you know, or you've been in grief land over and over again, or, you know, you just can't seem to get any traction. You just can't seem to get to moving forward. You, first off, you understand that our relationship is both vertical and horizontal, that yes, God can and will deliver. And then God sets you in a family. He's he's a mother to the motherless, a father to the fatherless. But then he sets us in community. He sets us in the city. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. that it's the energy and the prayers and the anointing of others that will come around us. That will give us the strength we need to continue. Uh, as the Bible says, gird up the loins of your mind. That we've got to get up, brother. We got to get up and we've got to fight uh, and we've got to battle in this life. Well, I want to introduce some of you to Dr. Ron Archer. Uh, I heard this brother on a on a talk show one time and man, his his books are just tremendous. He had a book out at the time called What Faith Can Do. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit from him. But Dr. Ron Archer, if you've never heard him before, Google him, put him on YouTube, uh, whatever it is that you got. And you listen to this, brother. And and what we're going to hear now is from a trick baby to a national leader. Now, some of you, they may not know, J.C., you know what what a trick baby is. But you and I who spent our younger years in law enforcement, uh, we know clearly. Uh, what that means. And for those of you listening and you may not know, a trick baby is the baby of a prostitute. They don't know who the father is. And, uh, yeah. you know, they've been engaging in a life where they've been prostituting themselves and they have a baby. So we're going to hear Brother Ron Archer's testimony from a trick baby to a national leader. This brother's been in the White House. This brother has counseled congressmen. He's counseled cabinet members. He has counseled generals uh, in our armies. Uh, this brother has been elevated to the point, man, it's I, I was just shaking my head listening to him. So we cannot allow the past to keep us from our future. So Amen. this is an interview that I that I heard uh, between Brother K.D. Bo and Dr. Ron Archer. Come on and listen with me and then we'll be right back to discuss this. 
Dr. Archer, I got to say this. Yes, sir. There are some people who may not be necessarily familiar with your testimony. Yes, sir. Can you give us a, a, a quick recap sure. of your testimony? I was 10 years old in Cleveland, Ohio, trying to put a gun to my head and blow my brains out. The gun had a safety on it. I didn't know how to dislodge it. I was basically raped with a broomstick. My mother was a prostitute and a call girl. I was born premature, didn't have a pancreas, could not function properly. And when I was in the womb, actually, I tried to abort me with a hanger. I grew up in poverty. My, there was no faith, no God, no Bible, no church. We grew up in gun violence, you name it, drugs going on. And so I just wanted to die. My, my thinking was, KD, if the next 10 years are like the past 10 years, I don't want no more years. As a 10-year-old, you said Yes, brother, I was done. You've been raped with a broomstick. You can't function properly. I was a severe stutterer. Didn't know my father. My mom was out in the streets doing the thing. My grandmother was basically sick with cancer. My grandfather was in jail. My three uncles were hooked on heroin, belonged to a group called the Devil's Disciples. And so here I am as the youngest grandchild living in poverty, degradation, having no sense of hope, no future, and I wanted to die. But a teacher found me in a boiler room when they put me because I couldn't learn. They said I was too dumb. I couldn't speak properly. When I tried to talk, man, it was a show. And she had me sit down and say, I'm going to show you your future in the Bible. I said, my future? Whoa. And she said, look at Jeremiah. Before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. And before you came out, I sanctified you, a prophet to the nations. And I said, oh, Lord God, I cannot speak. I'm only a child. She said, don't say that. Because God is going to put something in you that's going to turn your pain into power, your wounds into wisdom, your scars into stars, and your tragedy into trouble. I began, Katie, to memorize 2,000 Bible verses. Wow. When you begin to put the Word of God in you like that, it changes your head, your heart, your hands, your habits, your humanity, and your habitat, and everything about me was transformed. I became the message of hope. I became the message of my family, and everybody in my family through my life got saved because I understood everything you go through in life, brothers, is a down payment on your destiny. Nothing is wasted, no pain, no failure, no brokenheartedness. It's all used to propel you toward your destiny. Praise the Lord. My goodness, brother. That brother have us shouting in the studio, won't he, man? What man, what man, that that just makes you lift your hands. It it inspires you. I'm I'm telling you, the first time I heard this brother speak on a call-in show, and man, I had to pull my car over. I had to pull my car over, and I had to say, "Who is this brother, man?" And that's what introduced me to him. So again, that was a portion of an interview with uh, Dr. Ron Archer, and you you heard his testimony. I mean, brother, at ten years old. He was ready to commit suicide, but God saw fit that the safety jammed the gun and he was unable to take his own life. I mean, I mean, man, you know, you you had an opportunity to play this at a men's breakfast uh, with with brothers from, you know, all different backgrounds and arounds. Uh, man, what was the takeaway when you when you did that? It was powerful. Uh, and it was a, a, a really revealing moment. Um, one of the uh, young men came up to me afterwards and said, how could he be so transparent about his life? And I think that that is the, the thing that, that, that missing ingredient, that X factor of Christianity. Uh, brothers, we can't be ashamed of our testimony. 
You know, with the pain, it, it can be turned into that power. Right. You know, the wounds can be turned into that wisdom because what we go through is not for us to build a monument around, but it's for us to go and tell the world that I have yet overcome this and that and even this. And if I can do it, brother, latch on to me so we can go through this together. You can do it as well. Man. And uh, th that was one of the most powerful moments uh, of, of the men's breakfast that I was at. Um, this brother, he, he walked away with a smile on his face knowing that, yes, I'm going to go through some things, but I don't have to go through it alone. Yeah. And, and then, you know, like Dr. Archer says, man, his whole family gets yeah. saved through through this testimony see uh because like you just said man it's it's really not about us but god makes it about us so that mm -hmm, god mm -hmm. can use i mean you know you you heard all the things you know that that he said you know turn your test into a testimony and yeah, and, yeah. and all of this man and he has another saying you know that nobody can ride your back unless you bend over and let them on so mm -hmm. you know he, he talks about you know all these things but but you know again you know he has books out uh what faith can do and then his new book release that's coming out the power of one man and i think sometimes brother we look at our stories uh we look at some of the the shame and the guilt that we have not understanding that god can use that to move others forward, that God can use that. Now, here's a transform, trans, transformative moment in his life when a teacher takes him aside and mm -hmm. says, I want to read your story in the Bible. Yes, yes. And we see that, Powerful. you know, our, our Bible will say that the word of God is alive. It's yes. alive. See, and I think sometimes people think, well, this is a book. It's just a literary thing. And, you know, it gathers dust in the corner, but it's alive. The word yes. of God is alive. And the same that Jesus was on the cross 2000 years ago to some little boy in 2022 or some little girl that's suffering right now or some widow that has buried her husband. And now the house is under foreclosure. The mm -hmm. word of God is alive. It's alive yeah. right now to transform yeah. and to change lives. That that was crazy when when he said that. And and and. The, one of the things that he says in his testimony, uh, he talks about how he's stood before um, leaders of other nations, mm -hmm. how he's been in the White House with uh, Presidents uh, Clinton, uh, Bush, and Obama, and how he has, um, you know, spoken to NFL teams, uh, been the chaplain of NFL teams. That. that it reminded me of the story of David when David uh, was brought in from the fields and anointed by Samuel as the king as a little boy. Didn't know what that was going to entail, but it gave him purpose. Mm -hmm. it, it, gave, it, it gave him the ability to know that I am somebody. Right, right. And, 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 and one of the things that I think gets lost in translation with us as Christians is that we don't think that our lives can impact the right. lives of other people. Right. Amen. 
you know. And so, and, and, and so you look at, you listen to his testimony, and he went from a little boy who, who, who couldn't hardly talk. He, he says in there, uh, he, he says in the video a little further in, he says that uh, the teacher wouldn't even call on him because what the other kids would make fun of him, and they made a poem about him. Uh, his name is Retardo when he speaks something something right and and he's just it's just so powerful yeah. to see the transformation that he's made because he has an identity and his identity is not necessarily tied to his pain but it's tied to his purpose amen amen and man when he was talking about you know he then started uh memorizing uh, Bible verses. So for, you know, those of you out there who think that, you know, the Bible is, you know, antiquated and it's no longer useful uh, to us, you begin to remember and memorize these these verses. Uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says this, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. But then verse two, he says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. Right. So the world would want to push a brother like that, a trick baby, uh, abused, sexually assaulted into the corner and say that you're, you're of no use. I mean, yeah. you, you know, and it would want to push our young people. It would want to push divorced people. It would want to push, you know, uh, uh, kids who are orphans. It would want to push our widows into the corner and say, well, you don't have any use for us. But God says, listen. Be transformed when your mind is renewed. Well, how is the mind renewed? Well, if faith comes by hearing, then hearing cometh by the word of the Lord. And that renews our mind. And then it gives us what? A purpose. It gives us a purpose for our life. That's why we call this Joy City. This this is what our rejoicing is about. Our rejoicing isn't about that the brother was born to a, a prostitute mother. The rejoicing is not about that he was sexually assaulted and abused. The, the, the rejoicing is not about that he tried to commit suicide and was made of, a fun of by his classmates. That's not the rejoicing. The rejoicing is the hope and glory of God being revealed through the adversity in which he went through that's that's why we call it joy city that's what we rejoice in that everything that we have to deal with all the adversity the challenges the obstacles the hurdles that we have to leap over in this life it brings us closer in our relationship with god if we if we focus it that way if we push ourselves into that direction now you know, many people decide to self-medicate. We we know them. We we have them in our own families. We have them in our own friend circles. They will self-medicate to try to relieve that pain. But Dr. Archer medicated by going to the word of God. Word of God, yes, yes. The healing power of scripture in his life brought him out. I mean, that 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 was just something else 
uh, to me, brothers, as you know, as we just listen to that, it's it's kind of like what Paul tells the church in Philippians when he says, hey, listen, he says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true. See, Dr. Archer didn't believe that that was true about his life, that he was relegated right. to be nothing because he was a trick baby. Whatever things are honest, that's the yeah. word of the Lord. It's a strong tower. Whatever things are just, we know that we serve the God of justice. Whatever things are pure, nothing pure than the blood, the lamb. Yes, yes. Whatever things are lovely, for his name shall even be called wonderful. Wonderful, yeah. Whatever things are of good report. I go back to Isaiah. Whose report shall you believe? I, hallelujah, and you we're going to believe yes. the report of the Lord. Amen. And then yes. he goes on yes. to say, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, then these are the things you think on. Yeah. These are the things My that God. you set your mind on, that you set your focus on. And we hear this. And, 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 and one of the reasons we wanted to play that particular testimony is because since the launching of Joy City, you know, people think we're living in some faraway wonderland somewhere that, uh, you, you know, uh, and we're not saying, you, you know, I, I shared this last week, brother. We just laid a brother's mother to rest two weeks ago, and now we're going back to lay the father to rest. Now, we don't just get up and say, oh, come on, it's time to celebrate. Woo, we're happy. Uh, you know, they're with the Lord now. Now we can rejoice. No, no. No, we empathize yes. and we step into the pain of this family. The Bible says that we ought bear one another's burdens. Mm. So we have to take on the burden of these sons and of these grandchildren. And we step into that. And it's a place that we call lament. It's a place that we call grief. Now, we don't tell them to just cover up their grief with praise. Hey, come on into Joy City and cover yeah. up your grief. No, 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 no. We enter into the grief with them. Yeah, it's a process. Yeah, it's a process. It's a journey. And yeah. then step by step, day by day, we set our focus. You, you remember, our chief focus mm. is on God. Yes. And our relationship to him. And how to maintain that relationship. And we talk often about Brother Lawrence. Mm -hmm. Who through some of his writings taught us just how to practice the presence of God daily. And that we would try to know the Holy Spirit of the scriptures. Yeah. This is this is being a resident of Joy City. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not just going around with pom poms and. And cheers. It's it's living life with one another. I'm, I mean, brother, we've we've been down. We've we've been down this cul-de-sac, man. We've been down these dead ends uh, before. Pitch the, pitch the tin in it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, Most definitely. Yeah. And, and yet and still, because of our relationship with one another, because of our relationship with those that we formed around us. It allowed us to continue to reach out and build a group, a community around us. Now, we have the church, praise the Lord. 
-hmm. We have a community of brothers. Praise the Lord. We got friends and we have family that we have. So we have different communities around us that meet different needs for every different season in our life. And that's the blessing of being a resident of Joy City. Well, man, God bless you. We're we're going to wind this thing up, man. But what what's your final thoughts, man? What what would you leave uh, with the folks, man? Uh, you know, to 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 you know continue to bring them in to move on in to Joy City. We'd love to have you be a resident here. Amen. Just one final thing, uh, Ron Archer says in his uh, video. In that video, he says, "Without a mess." There can be no message. Wow. And, and and if you if for no other reason, if for no other reason that you have to go through that pain, it's to give you a message for someone else that is a part of your community that needs to hear it. It's 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 an investment in you so that you can invest in someone else. Because that is what joy city is all about it's not about us keeping it to ourselves but because of what we've gone through we're able to get on this platform and share with you that the best is yet to come yeah amen amen well put brother and we'll leave you with this the apostle paul says it right there in second corinthians chapter six he said as sorrowful yet always rejoicing as having nothing yet possessing all things. So see, when God opens our eyes in Joy City, we can clearly celebrate others. We can support one another in our efforts and we can cheer one another on in the spirit of unity, understanding when one wins, we all win. Now, no one can come face to face with what God is like and ever be the same again. So we want to welcome you to Joy City where we see his true image where he touches the depths of our soul and we can behold his glory. And that, my friends, will renew our minds. It'll transform us and it'll give us strength to live this life for him. So won't you come on in where the table is spread, where the feast of the Lord is going on. I want to invite you to be a part, a resident of Joy City, a place where the body becomes stronger and our love for others only increases. I've enjoyed being your host and you can comment below or you can email me at Pastor Stewart at Life Connection for Christ, the number four Christ dot org. Or you can always call our office at two zero nine five two two three five eight three. Until next time, beloved, we see you in Joy City. (laughs) 